Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how long you should take off from running. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. On this lesson, we're going to talk about how long you should take off from running. But first, let's talk about two extremely common questions from runners. The first one is, how much time do I need to take off from running after my race? The second one is, how much time do I need to take off from running if I get a running injury? These questions are actually very similar. If you're a runner who's been injured, I think it is to your benefit if you can really think about both of these questions and then think about the variables that coalesce to give you the correct answer. The time you need to take off from running after a race all depends on how long the race is and how hard you ran. If you ran with one of your friends and you were only running at 75 or 80% of your actual potential, you probably don't need to take off any time at all. You could just consider it a long training run. But If you actually gave it 100% of your effort and you left everything on the course, you need some time off. You have tissue damage. You have to recover. So your effort in the event and the amount of tissue damage you sustained during that event will have a direct correlation with the amount of time it takes to recover after your race. Let's consider some of the stuff that's been published about recovery times after the most popular distance events. How long should you take off running after an Ironman triathlon? Okay, well, this is a long race, right? You got to swim, then you have to go ride a bike 112 miles, then you got to run a marathon. It's a lot of work. The short answer, of course, is no one really knows. The amount of time required to fully recover after an Ironman triathlon hasn't really been studied very well. Now, there has been some research on muscle recovery after an iron distance triathlon, And that research indicates that muscle requires about two or three weeks to really fully recover. But that's only the muscle. Muscle has much better blood flow and consequently can heal much faster than tendons, bones, and ligaments. Just think about it. You don't get stress fractures in your muscles. You get stress fractures because the bone gets beaten up repeatedly and gets beaten up again before it can fully recover and then it becomes injured. That doesn't happen to muscles. So how long would it take you to recover and get back to training after a full marathon? I mean, one common rule of thumb, something I've heard a lot, is that you should take anywhere from three days to seven days of absolute rest with no running after a marathon. Now, after that, you might begin some light exercises or even some kind of gentle, you know, what you might think of as recovery runs if you're not sore at all after that three to seven day period. Again, there are many different variables that will determine whether or not you're still going to be sore at three days after your marathon or even 10 days after your marathon. Here's a scenario. Okay, what if you live in Houston? You always run on flat courses. You never train on hills. But in some sort of moment of lunacy, you sign up for a marathon at altitude with 3,500 feet of elevation gain. How long would it take you to recover after that race? Well, again... If you ran it fast or roughly the same amount of time, the same pace that you would typically run in the Houston Marathon, 
It's going to take you a lot longer to recover after that hilly marathon where you get all beat up. That's for several reasons for that. You know, first of all, this is a way that you have beaten up your body in a way that you have not really trained for. So you can expect to take longer to recover because your form is going to be different when you're running on hills. If you don't train for hills, your form is terrible when you're running hills. And so you're getting the tissues damaged more than if you're just running on a flat course that you're used to running on. You simply have more tissue damage, more tissue damage, more severe tissue damage all means you have to have a longer time expected in recovery before you can safely start running again. Some researchers have actually tried to figure out how long it takes for certain tissues to quote unquote recover after a marathon. Researchers at the University of California, San Francisco did a study on novice runners using advanced MRI techniques before and after the marathon. And the goal was to use this imaging modality, uh, MRIs, to look at changes in the knee cartilage. The researchers found that cartilage wasn't exactly damaged, but there were signs of stress visible on the MRIs for up to three months after the marathon. Well, now, if you hear that, it suggests to you that there could be a risk of damaging the cartilage in your joint if you start training or racing in long-distance events too soon after a marathon. Well, there are a couple of things you have to think about here. One of them is one of the things I always talk about is that MRIs will show inflammation on an MRI for a long period of time after I really think that you're healed and, you know, you can poke on your foot, you can push on it, you can stand on it, you can run on it, it doesn't hurt, but that's because the remodeling process in the tissue is still happening. So we don't know whether or not that's something that's taken into account in this study. What should also be noted that this study was only looking at novice runners who were competing they're in their very first marathon ever. So they're not really experienced runners. And we know that their tissues may be a little, a little more susceptible to injury than somebody who is an experienced athlete. The one thing we know for sure is that tendons, ligaments, and bones all respond positively to stress applied consistently over a long period of time. A team of researchers at Stanford they put forth this idea that cartilage, like other structures, such as bones and tendons, actually need the stress of regular running, stress and impact to become stronger, that they actually, those tissues get stronger and develop um, durability in response to that. And they did this research on basketball players that suggests that recurring impact sports, such as running, do have a positive training effect on cartilage and make it more durable. We also know this to be true of bones. If you take someone who is inactive and you pair them up with an experienced marathoner and then you have them do all of the experienced marathoners workouts, well, you should expect that this unfit, untrained novice runner is going to develop a stress fracture or some other stress-related injury because they're just not prepared for those workouts. The experienced marathoner is physiologically prepared to absorb the stress. The blood flow within the tissues is different after years of training than it is in a novice. The experienced marathoner is physiologically primed to recover and heal faster than a non-experienced runner. So the event itself has some impact on how long it takes you to recover. You know, a shorter race can be shorter recovery. But your consistency and longevity as an athlete also has an impact on how quickly you will recover. How long do you think it would take you to recover and return to enjoying running and training after a 5K? Well, if you're running a lot, it may not really take you any time at all. But if you just started running and it's the first time you ever ran 
3.1 miles, you should probably take several days off. I mean, you're going to be sore. And it's all about how sore you are and how fast your body is going to heal during the recovery period right after your event. How long would it take you to recover and get back to training after a half marathon? Now, I once read a recommendation that said if you had done a half marathon in 90 minutes or less, which if you're not really familiar with running, half marathons, an hour and a half is pretty fast. But they say that, you know, you should be able to run, resume running and get started again after a half marathon, about two days to four days after your race. If this was your half marathon, it was your goal race, you finished in less than 90 minutes and you should start running again in two to four days. But if your finish time in the half marathon, same event, same distance, if it was more than two hours, then you could need a week or more off of running before you might consider yourself to be fully recovered. Now, this is one of those things that tries to oversimplify and just give you some timeline that you just think about with just one number gives you your result. It's not that simple. What are they assuming here when they make this recommendation? Well, what the, that recommendation assumes is that people who run slower must be novices. Novices, theoretically, have not trained their bodies to heal as fast as experienced runners. Experienced runners simply have an increase in localized blood flow to the tissues, which not only developed as a consequence of their training, but it develops as a consequence of this consistent aerobic training that goes on for a long period of time over years. But that recommendation also misses a couple of points. Like what if you're just running with a friend? If you're a really fit marathoner who can run a half marathon in, let's say, an hour and 15 minutes and you run it with a friend at two hours, is it going to take you a week to recover? Well, that doesn't make any sense at all. You could run the next day. You wouldn't even be tired from it, but it all depends on how fit you are and how well trained your body is. Now, just a couple of years ago when I was doing lots of Ironman racing, I actually did a half marathon training run every Friday at a 730 minute mile pace. That's exactly 90 minutes. Well, the next day, I would do my long bike ride, which was usually close to 100 miles. And then the day after that, I would do a long run. I never got injured doing that routine. Never. In, in years of doing it, I never got injured. But got to understand, during that particular period, that was my highest level of fitness in my entire life. I had a huge base. I've been doing Ironman races for about 10 years, and I was really fit. So even though that was just a couple of years ago... I don't really believe that I could do that exact same routine now for more than a few months without getting injured. So you should also know that I am just an average runner. I'm not some kind of elite athlete. I'm not a Kenyan. I'm just a regular runner. And the only reason I bring it up is to drive home the point that I wouldn't even take two days off of running after that half marathon training run that I did every single week. And it was a hard effort, but I really wasn't going 100%. So now... Let's go back to those two questions I posed at the beginning of this session. How much time do I need to take off from running after my race? And how much time do I need to take off from running if I get a running injury? How are these two questions really related? Look, it's all about the amount of tissue damage and how efficient your body really is, your physiology, how efficient that may be. It all has to do with the status of your healing machine Today, in this moment in time, if you get a stress fracture in one of your metatarsals in your foot and you're in a high state of physiologic capacity, you're really well trained, you've been training for a long time consistently, there's no way it's going to take you six weeks to heal. At least, not if you do everything you can to promote healing and protect that one injured metatarsal bone. 
If you get a stress fracture, but you're a novice runner, your body simply isn't going to heal as fast as someone who is well-trained, like one of your running partners who may have been running for 20 years or more. But what that means is you need to think about how fast you think you can heal based on your fitness, your physiology, and your level of training. That is a variable you can control. You can't control or change your fitness level once you get injured, but at least you can get an idea of whether or not you should expect to heal faster than the average patient. Because when you see your doctor, your doctor is going to try to pigeonhole your injury and assign a standard timeline. So you need to decide whether or not you're going to heal faster or slower than the standard timeline. You need to think about what you can do to accelerate the recovery process. This is a variable you can control. You have to think about everything you can possibly do to optimize your physiology for tissue repair. So think about how long it's going to take you to get better, and then think about what you can do to push that timeline to see if you can get back to running sooner. One of the best places to start that journey is the Healing Runner's Goal Worksheet. You can find it posted under the podcast show notes for this episode under the podcast tab at DocOnTheRun.com. It's free. Go get it print it out, and then start mapping out your plan for getting back to running sooner. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me, and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.